I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, luminary. John Denman. John Denman. All right, everyone, this is Drink of Ages radio show here on ESPN 97.5. I'm John Denman, Tom Painter's co-host. DJ Muscratch is a producer sitting back there making, making it all sound pretty good. Going to be playing the funky music in between segments. Uh, we are at another brewery, Tom. Yeah, imagine that we we've we left our 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 would be home in Pearland, <laughs> and now we're on the other side of the world, uh, which in Houston it is because I mean that's that's kind of how it goes. But now, yeah, now we're at now we're at Klaus, and uh, John and I have had a really lean up to being here at Klaus. We were at Saint Arnold earlier today, and then and then we are at Senate, and now we're at Klaus. So we're having we're having quite the day. Tom. It was. Um, <laughs> It was St. Arnold for like breakfast. <laughs> then, then it was Spindle Tap. Then it was Senate Avenue, and now we're at Klaus. Yeah. So John mapped out the day. He's like, "This is where we're gonna end." <sighs> you might be right. <laughs> it's just the way that uh, it's been, it's been a fun day though. Either way, uh, and uh, now we're hanging out at Klaus. Uh, Klaus is, let me see, we're off two ninety Jones Road. Northwest side of Houston, badass spot. Uh, you know, it is that time of year, Oktoberfest, and all this good German party celebrations happening. And, and the tap room looks good for it, right? I mean, there are steins everywhere. It's very Bavarian. It's, uh, I mean, I'm drinking the Oktoberfest, and it's fantastic. The, uh, what are you drinking? Uh, what did I? Oh, the Pilsner. Pilsner. Yeah. Yep, going for the Pilsner. The uh, so this is uh, probably my fifth time being here at Klaus. So it's it's like Hefeweizens, Kolsch's, Marzins. It's like just delicious stuff. And like sometimes there's like more than one. It's just like oh look, there's you know, which are styles that I'm I'm down for all the time. So I definitely uh, am excited, man. It's my first time up here hanging out. Uh, our guest this week, Thomas Lemke. Yep. Mario Sebastian Berry. Howdy. Hanging out on the microphone. Uh, so thanks for having us out. No, it's Thanks my first time. Out. First time coming up here. Uh, you know, it's it's it is a good little haul for me. It's not that far from Houston. You know, to, to make it over here, it's not too bad. But well, so the No Label team came over here last year after we got our butts handed to us in a in a diabetes wrecking. Uh, oh, the burger eating contest. Oh yeah. man, yeah. it was it was one of those things where you, you you hate to lose, but you hate to win. The the, yeah. the bartender asked if I was okay. She thought I was drunk and I hadn't had a beer yet. Uh, right after eating that 20-pound burger. Whatever, whatever it, it was, yeah. You should have seen the look of worry on Mario's face after <laughs> eating that. <laughs> it wasn't going to end well. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, I was in that challenge. Of course, we didn't make it, thank God, <laughs> to the next round. We were uh, 12 or 13 minutes, I believe. Uh, oh, man, it's like a that. backyard grill. It was, I don't know, it was something ridiculous. Eight-pound burger... Yeah, everything. I don't know. Five pounds of French fries. We, so, so, so we did it twice. So I think so. Klaus and No Label, we we faced off once, and then, but then they wanted yeah. to turn into like a tournament branch, yada yada yada. So then, back at it again, and so. Um, yeah, we. Uh, the joy of losing twice is really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went a second round as well and won that. 
and then the guys that well, ate. You guys, you guys made it to like the the, the finals. Yeah, right? we we're going to make it to the finals, but the guys that ate completely wrecked themselves and refused to eat anymore. <laughs> so we had to, we had to forfeit. You're, you're, you're. <laughs> Your ringers were out of commission. Yeah, they were done. Uh, our our, our tapper manager was coming in the first time. She's like, said, we're going to take him on. Uh, I was in a food competition over at St. Arnold, and, and I, we got really, real close. I was like, so you lost? She's like, yeah, so we need to, we need to do this, this, this. I was like, okay, let me just want to clarify. You want to take this losing strategy and <laughs> apply and, it. And, like, and apply it again. So I came really close, though. Yeah, but you still lost, right? And then, and then sure as shit, we lost the first. And then, and then, then free, we, when free we, burger. When we had the second chance, it's like, Lindsay, you're off the team. And she's like, what? This is bullshit. <laughs> I was like, no, we're not using your losing strategy anymore. It's like, it's like, it's like Mel, like, what is it? It's like, we got to get... Don't, like, don't worry about the carbs. Worry about everything else. Then taking, like, you know, everyone's got their. It was great. It was a lot of fun. I, yeah. I, my plan was small bites, right? Just like small bites, just just nibble through this whole eight pounds of burger, and that was not a good strategy. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was way too slow, and oh, oh, shoveling was my technique. Yeah, but so much hot sauce that it just becomes something I can just keep going with and excites the palate. <laughs> that was that was my philosophy on that. It so, was a really good burger, though. Yeah. And yeah, back backyard grill, which I, I assume is like one of your guys' like supporters out here. Oh yeah, they were actually bought our first cake. Oh, in distribution. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so how long have you guys been rocking and rolling? Three years now. Last right. month. Congratulations. So. Yeah, a big party coming up this weekend yeah. to celebrate that. Yeah. I'm, I'm remembering the yes, sign right now. We have our uh, <laughs> October <right> fest. <laughs> We do have our Oktoberfest this weekend, uh, so it's from uh, noon to 6, or all the festivities. We stay open till 10, but all the festivities kind of wrap up around 6. Uh, music, German food, um, games, uh, including Hammerschlagen, which is uh, a nail the, or hammer the nail into the log, uh, log sawing, two-man log sawing, um, and a bunch of other stuff going on, so it ought to be a good time. That's, that's some, like some legit games. <laughs> sounds dangerous, but yeah, so, so yeah. it has to be. Yeah, Leave exactly. it to Germans to make games, you know, working, like hammering and sawing. We know? got a new game for everybody. It's called keg washing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Who's going to be the winner? Yeah. Should get Klaus to do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh. That's hilarious. Yeah, a game called keg washing would be good. What's uh, who, who's our friend that, 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 that that's out there? Huff, the uh, like Huffmeister. The, mm-hmm. uh, he's got a he got, he has a his son that works in the tap room. Oh yeah, and, like it's like it's like out of an old western, and his son's like doing the dishes and stuff. <laughs> like, so so he he would totally be the winner of a game of keg washing. The so so what's the story of Klaus anyway? So three years. So you guys just hit three years, but like what's the where yeah. does it all spin from? It I all, don't know. That's yeah, it asking. all spins from um, uh, I, my mom's side of the family is German, Germany, German. She still lives there. So, um, you know, growing up basically half my life there, uh, summers mostly, uh, I was exposed to the culture yeah. and the beer culture. And so uh, seeing that we had, for the most part, especially in Houston, uh, a lot of push for at the time um, IPAs and uh, stouts and uh, you know things like that. A lot of 
palette heavy type things with not a lot of German, you know, type representation as far as pure styles and things like that. I wanted to, you know, just bring that to the market and see how it would play out. And uh, I think about that stuff a lot because I mean, there's a, there's a lot of breweries in t- town that do make these very palette heavy beers, like where they're just aiming for the for the fences in terms of like yeah. just very decadent, very like like you're gonna taste banana, fruitcake, you know, shortcake, whatever. And but there's like a my heart of hearts, I'm like a Peter Purist. So it's like, it's like, it's like oh, just give me a good Kolsch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just give me a, like a, a, a nice Pilsner or a lager would just that'll yeah. do me good. And don't get me wrong. I mean, there's, there's a place for all beers, and I do like variety myself. You know, I'll go to other breweries and check out, you know, some unique stuff that I wouldn't brew, for instance. Uh, but, um, you know, this this is kind of our niche as uh, the European styles. Uh, German mostly, and then we'll do tour of Europe where we'll do maybe some English IPAs or Belgian styles, um, and then um, you know we'll we'll go from there. You know, I think it's fair. I think taste buds go in phases. I used to like Dr Pepper, I don't like Pepsi, I don't like Coke, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so 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 yeah, I don't know. Like yeah, I, pre- I appreciate all all beer styles, but but it's nice to just have a just like something that's just more in the wheelhouse of traditional beer. Yeah. Yeah. And we do everything natural. So any, any, uh, you know, Reinheit's Gebot style, you know, uh, complying as much as we can. Um, so any clarity you see in the beers is all natural. Uh, we don't use any clarifiers or settling agents or anything like that. It's just time and temperature. So, um, you know, we've got a couple of lagering tanks uh, that help that help speed up that process and um you know what you see is is what you get you know there's no added stuff to it you know to make it that way yeah it's it's just these styles of beer yeah they're just great yeah they're great for summertime winter yeah if it's cold outside even throwing down a nice light like this pilsner here man it's just delicious all of the times mm-hmm. yeah, all the times <laughs> And I see a lot of people, you know, there were like the big IPA drinkers and all, you know, the big one, all those different beers, like craft beers, and they're all swinging back to the Pilsners and the lighter lagers and the... Crispy boys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I find myself doing that more. You know, I still like my West Coast IPAs, but in between those is going to be something lagered. Mm -hmm. Pendulum swinging. Yeah. And so uh, during the uh, winter storm, you know, 12 degrees outside over here, snow everywhere snow and ice uh i decided to dress up in my ski clothes from 1990 <laughs> 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 and come over here and drink drink a, a hellas in the uh in the snow in the beer garden so uh you know just to make you know something stupid make some stupid photos yeah know. some some nice neon colors Drinking oh man the it, was, it was uh turquoise turquoise full turquoise yeah you know, with uh, aviator glasses. Sure. Uh, and, of course, it. the trim was, like, hot pink. Yeah. You know, so your collar was hot pink. Yeah. And uh, that was, uh, you know, how we rolled that day. That's all we could do over here for a few days. I remember that Saved by the Bell episode. 
That fashion's coming back too. Speaking of everything coming back in vogue. The winter storm was a weird time. I remember like walking around the yard and seeing our GM Randy, and he had a giant axe. And I'm like, we're like, what are you doing? It's like, it's like we gotta go break some shit. And it was just like, <laughs> like, I was like, what's happening right now? It was like, it's snow in Texas. <laughs> and if I were going down this road, I would have seen this. <laughs> so, yeah. The yeah. So how's your tap? So your tap room operates how many days a week? What's the uh, Wednesday through Sunday? Okay. So uh, we sure. open up at three during the week and noon on the weekends. How late do you guys go? Uh, till ten. Yeah. yeah, a little bit earlier on Sunday, eight. But uh, no. yeah, so we uh, are open late enough for people to enjoy themselves, but not so late to where we invite a lot of uh, riffraff. I guess <laughs> that, was my, that was my philosophy behind the hours. There's a bunch of riffraff going to come in here. It's like we want eight colches. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, Kolsch gang. <laughs> Yeah. It's, like, it's like, like we're the bad palate amigos and we're here to like cause trouble. It's like, oh, get your bad palates out of here. <laughs> Let me get that 4.9% Kolsch. <laughs> Keep them coming. Keep them coming. <laughs> the worst of the worst. <laughs> hey, uh, we're, we're out here in uh, Jersey Village, man. It's rough. So we do an IPL. You know, you're speaking of IPAs you're mm-hmm. talking about. Uh, we do an IPL. Unfortunately, we're, we're out right now. Um, but uh, yeah, so we did the a, a take on IPAs. Did about a, a seven point two percent lagered, basically, you know, IPA style beer. But mm. we did it with pure uh, German hops uh, to kind of Germanify it, I guess. Mm. Um, and uh, that should be coming back out pretty soon, next month, six weeks. So I think we had that on at the pub a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. We do just have Thanks. a Wanderlust come back as well. Yeah, so we brought back our Dusseldorfer style uh, alt beer. Um, you know, kind of a brown ale, I guess, would be the closest thing. Uh, but uh, again, German German style. So German hops, German yeast, German malt. Uh, we import everything directly. Um, so we import by the container. Uh, our malts, um, and then we bring in nothing but German hops, and then I have a yeast supplier that I pull directly from in Europe. So, yes. Uh, yeah. But we might have to try also the other new one, the Ein Kleiner. We have a new light beer that's going to be uh, making the big push soon. We're yeah. uh, pretty proud of Yeah, so we of. did a, basically, you could call it a Hellas Light. You know? Okay. It so, means the little one, if I'm yeah, not Ein mistaken. Yeah, is the little one or the small one. So, um, yeah, <laughs> a German style liked beer. It's it's less than four percent. Very drinkable. Uh, I'm climber. Oh, <laughs> uh, so that that means, uh, yeah, I'm gonna finish this beer. Let's take a break. Uh, right. This is Drink of Ages. We are hanging out at Klaus Brewing. Be right back.
Most Fun and Good Times Beer Fest is back, happening November 11th through the 13th at Katie Mills Mall, featuring multiple stages of live music, food trucks, multiple party zones, and of course, lots of beers to try. Over 600 if we are counting. VIP is where you want to be, but general admission is still a great time. Get your tickets today for Wild West Brewfest, November 11th, by going to wildwestbrewfest.com, one of the premier brewfests in the country, wildwestbrewfest.com. G'day sports fans, Sean from Platypus Brewing, located right here in Houston. We're very crafty here at Platypus Brewing, not your average brewery, but offering something for everyone and inviting you to join me for a few brews, some tasty grub, and very excited to announce our new liquor and craft cocktails with a full bar. Happy hour Tuesday to Friday, sports on the tellies, large covered patio, both family and dog friendly. 1902 Washington Avenue, just a stone's throw from downtown. Platypus Brewing, brewed with Texan heart and Australian soul. Platypus Hey, good beer drinkers. This is John Denman from Drink of Ages Radio inviting you out to Spindle Tap Brewery. Less than 15 minutes north of downtown, Spindle Tap is making some of the best beers around. IPAs, double IPAs, lagers, and stouts. Definitely going to find your next favorite beer. Come out and be ready to play, though. Nine-hole championship putt-putt, basketball court, baseball and kickball field, disc golf, or just kick back in the air-conditioned tap room. Great food, excellent beers, and a badass time. Check out Spindle Tap Brewery. Spindle Tap, that's T-A-P, SpindleTap.com. It's time to get on the highway to Hemp Vodka. Highway Vodka, Texas's first hemp-based vodka and black-owned distillery, is already on the highway to Houston's best vodka. Trust me, I make it. I'm Cody Fuller, the lead distiller of Highway Vodka. Our award-winning vodka is made out of three simple ingredients, hemp, corn, and water. We distill it six times, keeping only the hearts of the run, meaning no hangovers. You can find Highway in all the major liquor stores. Get on the highway and find out more info at highwayvodka.com. We are back. This is Drink of Ages Radio Show. I'm John Newman, Tom Painter, DJ Muscratch. We are hanging out here at Klaus Brewing Company and Thomas Lindsay, Mario Sebastian Berry, and a lot of beers on the table. Uh, yes, I am double fisted. I beers. yeah, I just take yeah, I'm taking a break. <laughs> I only have fist. one. <laughs> the uh, but we both have the Dunkel, mm-hmm. which. Let's give it a little taste, shall we? It's delicious. Yeah, it's... This is a very refreshing dunkle. Usually, someone come, come in and clock in a little higher. Like, like this one's just real light. It's, like, real good. 4.9%. Very drinkable. Yeah, I found, you know, just... I don't know, went through the whole phase, was like, oh, I need the ABVs, like, find the big ABVs and all that stuff, and then, you know, two hours later, it's like, what happened? You know, where yeah. now, <laughs> it's like, man, all these beers, like, a lot of people coming out with, you know, under 5% beers, and man, they're great, because oh, yeah. you can actually sit around and, and drink some of them. Yeah, my, my go-to at the brewery is, we have a Kolsch, cold 1980, and like, yeah. that, that is my, because, well, you know how it is, it's like, you take meetings all the time people come and go and if someone comes to the brewery what they want what do they want to do like they want to have a beer and it feels weird just to like talk to them while you're just drinking water so, right so I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll, that's I'll very it. european it's like the english pubs you got the low abv beer styles you're just chilling all day long yeah as in the i'll, I'll put a half days. in a glass just so i can something in the hand and yeah whatever and and but yeah uh light beers like all the time but then but then the time does come where stuff happens like we go to like john and i will go to king's and they have a dunkle over there 
and like that John gets. But that dunkle's like no, that's a that's a doppelback. The doppel, the yeah. Dunkle. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 slightly. Yeah, yeah. and it's like slightly nine, ten percent. It's a big <laughs> yeah. one, and so yeah, you know, a few liters of that. Uh, a few liters. Liters. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, so yeah, John will be like, "Hey, you want to get lunch? Yeah, chicken wings. Sure. What about this place?" And John will be like, "No, those chicken wings are horrible." It's like, "What about Kings?" And it's like, "Yeah." <laughs> you then, the all you can eat bratwurst uh, days too. Uh, man, I, I haven't done that because I don't know. I mean, I, I do like some bratwurst and everything, but just give them the opportunity to eat all that I want of bratwurst. I don't know if that's in my best interest. <laughs> so, it's, it's you have some it, composure. A little bit, yeah. At times, at times, but uh, but they have really good chicken wings, and so yeah, I go over there and do that and. Get that Doppelbach, man. It's that thing's delicious. Yeah, but it definitely, um, yeah, changes the afternoon. Yeah, it'll kick <laughs> well, you in the pants. Yeah, yeah. Well, you wake up in Galveston and be like, "What happened? How, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> how do I? Why am I seeing the ocean?" I started off with expectations, and <laughs> yeah. So, so you guys were saying that, um, so like, so your first account was uh, was Mark's place, but like, yep. so. So how many accounts are you guys actually in? Like, what's the... Whew. Uh, that's a good question. Are you concentrated uh, just in the, kind of this Jersey Village plush? Window? No, we we go all the way down to what? Clear Lake? Uh, Clear Lake, Webster, opening Galveston, uh, Kingwood, Tascacita, Summerwood, uh, Katy, uh, all Interloop, what's Woodland, uh, si- Spring, Self-distribute? Dis- distribute. So right now, we're, we're self-distributing everything. So... It's a task. <laughs> it definitely creates challenges. Yeah. So uh, now that we've got a dedicated delivery guy, uh, the reps can concentrate. Because before they were delivering all their own stuff. Sure. And so now they're concentrating on new accounts. And uh, now we've got HEBs. Now we're about Launched to Launched a package on, beer was, yeah. is the big thing package we've done recently. Beer. So it's, um, uh, it's ramping up pretty quick. And uh, how many so, people are back in the uh, the brew house? Uh, it's mainly just Nathan and me, um, and mostly Nathan. Uh, but um, uh, we've got Alex; he does all the deliveries, and then on non-delivery days, he helps us in the brew house. Yeah. So, uh, so for canning and you know cleanup and all the other brew house stuff. It's a lot of work. Yeah, a lot of work. A <laughs> <laughs> little, little bit, a lot of work. A little bit of a lot of work. Yeah, just the uh, the self distribution stuff. I mean, it, it's there's, you know, of course, it's great that you control all that, you know, and everything. But man, it's yes. just in a city as large as Houston, trying to cover and get the kegs delivered. And I mean, it's just oh man, that oh, and there's the, some the, fun the, days. The sheer paperwork of reporting, yeah, all the different accounts. It's just it's kind of daunting, you know. Whereas if you had a distributor, it's just like you report the, what the distributor bought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and let them deal with all that other stuff. But that's true. There's there's pluses and minuses to to, to all these equations, right? Yeah. Is it, yeah. Like there's definitely a, a give and a take. I always tell like valid balancings, like you know, don't don't give it up or or don't start distributing until you're ready to, because once you feed the beast, you can't kind of can't stop because right. there yeah. is no such thing as like let's scale down and get rid of distro or let's you know and, and once you sign with the distributor certainly there's no way out of that right you get yeah. traded like a like a like like a player in a baseball team the 
but also once you once you start scaling up, you scale up like production. That means you're taking on people, you're hiring people, you're supporting their, their like their right. their lives, kids, and it's it becomes like you know this res- ethical responsibility as a business owner to kind yep. of to yep. keep that going. So there is no ba- there is no way back. There is only forward. And then right. once that happens, you need more. Uh, we need another salesperson. We need another person. Uh, like, like, like in the brew house, we need another person. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, we need another tank. We need, we need more kegs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. Once the beer leaves the brewery, you, you, uh, you started this cycle of like, we can never stop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's constantly coming at you. Because yeah, you start selling more beer. It's like, what do? You, it's like, hey, we need to make more beer. Oh, we need someone in the, and it just right. It's the brooms from Fantasia, and just. Yeah. <laughs> and then once you get in the grocery stores, I mean, that's a whole other thing too. Because once once they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll, we'll put you in," yeah. then you can't not show up with beer without beer. Yeah, right. and, just, and, uh, and you have your driver yeah. shows up, and then you got to wait in line. You're there for an hour and a half. It's a whole beast, a whole animal unto its own. And you have right. to always. I mean, well, we we run into this. Spindle Tap runs into this. People always want that. They want the product in the stores a certain time, like, and always want same thing with taps. They, you know, they want the same thing all the time. And the second you can't do it, it's like, huh? Well, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you- <laughs> <laughs> we'll find someone else. We'll find someone else. <laughs> you know, there's other hazy beers in this town. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it's like the nature of the beast. So, with you guys here, I got to ask this question: What do you guys think of Allstat? All set. So, what I know about them, I mean, I'm, I'm sure if anybody's looked them up, they know the little history behind them. But yeah, Altstadt is uh, I mean, I a very rich person's I, side project. I haven't been there yet. But I, was, but, uh, yeah. I do love them. Uh, I go out uh Fredericksburg every year uh, in the fall. We always uh, go out there. Good friends with uh, Carlos, their brewer over there. Good relationship with him, and it, it's fun. It's I had put off going for a number of years because it had has a bit of a Disneyland uh, look, but I thought it was it works pretty well legit. Though. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I always yeah. have a great time, so now it's always on the the must must visit. I haven't list. been there. Have you been there? John? Nope. I drove past it and I went, oh hell, hey, look, you know. But I was with my family. They're like, <laughs> it looks please a little don't kitsch, stop at but another no, brewery. It's, it's great. Yeah. 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 It's a pretty uh, actually. I think it's a pretty interesting story. You know, I mean, they they it's a very destination style brewery. Um, uh, they didn't even have sewage or water service out there. All they had was electrical. And uh, so they had to build their own treatment, come up with their own treatment, uh, you know, uh, facility, I guess, for the water. Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. And, and where there's uh, lots of money, there's also exactly. uh, <laughs> an easier way. And so they have the means yes. to do that, and, you know, it'd, it'd be awesome. If, if, if you go, uh, definitely uh, ask for, for Carlos. Try to get the, the in-depth tour because... Some of the equipment they have back there, the back of the house stuff. I'm heading to Austin this weekend for the Texas Craft Brewers Guild Festival, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm putting it on the list, uh, either one way or the other. Yeah, they found a really nice old copper brewery in Germany and sent it to Czech mm-hmm. Republic for refurbishing. That's and what I was going to say. And they, they brought it here. Wait a second. They found a brewery in Germany, sent it somewhere else to, uh, to have they a They have breweries yeah. in Germany they now. They sent <laughs> a whole copper brewery to Czech Republic to refurbish it and make it all nice and shiny again and working. 
And then once that was done, they shipped it to the U.S. And that's their showcase piece. Of course, they've got their production stuff yeah. behind it. It's like I want to buy but, a. I'm looking to, uh, to like to buy a brewery. Oh, you want to buy into a brewery? No, no, no. I want to. I don't want to leave where I am. I want to buy a brewery <laughs> somewhere else, send it to another place, have it cleaned up, and then we'll send the brewery. And and let, let's send the people too. I, I think yeah. they favored they favored it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, well, it must uh, be, it where, must be a nice to the middle uh, of Texas. Yeah, right. Build a castle. Mm. Sounds good. Right, <laughs> the very middle of Texas. It's yeah. Hey, I mean, it's there's that castle that is in over by Inks Lake that uh, they took I've it piece there. by piece from somewhere else, maybe That's Germany or somewhere. Yeah. Too, yeah. And then uh, was that the guy who lives like it. he's like the king of the whatever? He's like Renfest guy. I don't know. The uh, okay. yeah, I think sure. it's something like that. Little yeah. Town. Yeah, but with Inks Lake, when you're up there on the bluff, you can see the top of it poking mm-hmm. out, and yeah, it's supposed to be uh, the guy disassembled a castle. And brought it to Central Texas. Yeah, there's there's, wow. a, there's a YouTube show where this guy just does like back like back alleys in Texas and stuff like that. And like he did that, where he's like, this is this is, it's like some guy named Dave or something. But mm. he's been assembling <laughs> this this castle, and he, now he's like a king, and he thinks he's the king, and it, it's uh, which is great. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is great. Run for office. Mar- Mar- Mario and I used to work at a brewery. <laughs> <laughs> we did. <laughs> So, Cheers. anyways, <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Texas, Texas, uh, you know, huge history of German population and German immigrants and uh, kolaches and all kind of the rest Whoa. of the stuff that don't get that conversation started. <laughs> I know uh, No Label's got an employee that will get very heated oh, that, that yeah. they're so that I, they're not the true. Our our our, our 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 sales manager Jacob Basbill will go on this like kolach rant, like like clovenous kolachi mm-hmm. fruit filling versus pig in a blanket. It's which is great because whenever he he's asking for stuff like he he wants like ten thousand dollars of like like sales pos and like stuff like I just I just I'm like. I think this is a time for Shipley's kolaches, and then he will just let rip, and I just walk out of the room. (laughs) (laughs) Plant the seed and leave. uh, But it's true. Texas does have this. It's Texas is a weird state once you, especially like in between the seams, because like like once you leave Waco going north, it's like there's those two kolachi. What's that? What's it? West Texas, which is huge Czech population, and it's like kolaches and all that stuff. It's like Texas is. Texas is insanely interesting all mm-hmm. the time. Yep. <laughs> it's like a little America. I think it is the food state. Some people will tell you, like New York, California, but I think we've got it on lock pretty well. And our beer scene, pretty burgeoning, I think. Well, we just came back from, um, did a half marathon in Kansas City o- o- over the weekend. No big deal. The um, it, was, it was horrible. The uh, <laughs> But the... But Boulevard, they got the city on lockdown. There are other breweries. I in that love city, that brewery. Yeah. But they, but everywhere you go, it's Boulevard and then domestics. Boulevard and then domestics. Houston, at least, like John and I were talking about this yesterday. Just like there were Houston, at the very least, like like you go to backyard and like clearly Mark is making room for like a lot of people, right? Sometimes he's playing favorites, but like there's a lot of places where it's like, oh, it's, it'll be too Carbach, it'll be too St. Arnold, it'll be a Klaus, it'll be a No right. Label, Spindle Tap. Like there's a lot more just cosmopolitan like in terms of the like the like the tap wall and like you don't really see that in other 
from from my experiences of going to like New York and going to California and uh, outside of like Denver, the which, but like Houston's very, we are a cosmopolitan city in a cosmopolitan state, and the tap walls are very. There's there's little spaces for everyone, you know. I think it's pretty representative of, of you know, the culture. Yeah. So, um, you know, whereas uh, you talk about other areas, you know, that maybe it looks like it's variety, but it's actually 75% of that variety is owned by one big corporation, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's it's a mirage of variety where it's not actually variety. So, um, unlike here where you, you get a pretty good representation of even the smaller guys, you know, like us, for instance. So The Einkleiners. Yeah, the Einkleiners, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, the flip of that is everyone has a shot, which means everyone's in the fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and, and, you know, as we've seen uh, – I don't know the amount of taps that people are actually using. At least they're, they're filling back up again. Before a little yeah. while post COVID, yeah, it was like, oh, we had 32 taps. Yeah, but we're only running 12. Thank yeah. God. I think the beer, yeah. all the laws changing for booze to go. That helps. Staying, helps. staying around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely. We, we had a meeting at Blood Brothers last week, and I was like, we need to get a, a GD Crowler machine, like real quick, and get 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 some beer out the door. It was like, why? Because we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like like you don't you don't have to violate your license yeah. anymore. Now it's all now brew pubs are in a weird world of what's the point. But <laughs> yep, uh, no, it's just it's a lot of fun though. And like you're talking about Houston, you know, between food, beer, uh, music, it's just it's just so spread out is the thing. You know, if if it, we can ever concentrate some areas, you know, a little bit tighter, then I think it would blow up worldwide much better. You know, it'd be much more known uh, for for what we have here, but. I kind of like, you know, not letting the world know what it is. I mean, you we have people moving in. Yeah. In your home city, in Houston, mm-hmm. you can basically drive to one other part of town and be like, man, let's go to Katy for the day. Wow, we have Katy Asia Town. We have all these breweries. We have all these restaurants. Oh, let's uh, go to Pearland for the it's day. Been, it's been renamed Kasia. It, it hasn't officially, <laughs> but like, but, but Grant over at Lazy Oaks was like, he's like, Kasia is great. I was like, Kasia is much better than Katy <laughs> Asia uh, Town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. Oh, right. Wow. <laughs> it makes sense. All right, let's take another break. We get back. We'll talk more with Klaus Brewing Company. This is Drink of Ages Radio. Great time to check out Megaton Brewing in Kingwood. Jared, Chris, and the gang have created a badass place to kick back and enjoy a few beers. Big stouts, approachable sours, and plenty of hoppy brews are on tap at Megaton. Lots of space to hold your birthday party, corporate outing, or any event in one of the most unique tap rooms in the Houston area. Check them out on social media for their concert and event schedule. Megaton Brewery. Hope to see everyone at the vault. You may have noticed there have been quite a few changes at No Label, and they are steadily pumping out tasty brews. 
with their new head brewer trailer bringing in his West Coast brewing skills. Taps have been flowing with lots of hoppy deliciousness like Cali Boy West Coast IPA. I'm real excited about what they're doing on the West Side. Tap Room is open seven days a week, very family and dog friendly. Make the short trip to Katie and see what is happening at No Label. Follow them on social media for events and beer releases. No Label Brewing Company. Key Tea Wellness, our friends down in Dickinson, is where you need to go if you're feeling sluggish, non-energetic, and non-motivated, not just when you're hungover. Get to know your numbers. As we get a little older, our hormone levels change, men and women. Key Tea Wellness can help. Weight loss, hormone optimization, low testosterone, B12, Botox, and more. Stop in and tell them that you heard it on Drink of Ages and get a free B12 shot. KeyTWellness.com. Why not feel your best again? KeyTWellness.com. You are listening to Drink of Ages Radio Show. We are hanging out here at Klaus Brewing Company, Thomas Lemke, Mario, Sebastian Berry. Our guest, uh, Badass Place, Jones Road, 290, Jersey Village area. A lot, a lot going on over here, man, honestly. I, I hardly ever come out this way, but there's, just a, there's a, a lot of things to do. Like I said, Senate Avenue Brewing, we stopped by there yeah, on the Backyard. way here. Backyard Grill. Craft Beer yep. Cellar, their location out here. Uh, yeah. And a little ways down the road, you, can, you, you, you can find Creekwood Grill. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Twisted Acre and... Uh, Shameless plug. Bearded Fox. Bearded Fox. Bearded Fox, yes. Well, th- this whole the whole kind of Northwest Corridor, I feel like, is just exploding like with breweries all the way. Like, even in Tomball, where Fire Ant and now Par- Paradome mm-hmm. so, like, is coming in. It's kind of it's a wild... Just make a little day of it. Do a little uh, route. Oh, man. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good day. We we were at eleven below last night, just for the guild meeting. Just why, yeah. Maybe I'm not talking as much as normal today. <laughs> uh, I mean, I love blows in this area too, right? So like it, and yeah, that that definitely. It, it was a doozy. Guild meetings usually are. Yeah, they're they're fun because you know it gives breweries an opportunity to just kind of kick back for a little while and just drink beers with with your friends. Yes, Lenny from St. Arnold, when we were walking in, he was like, he's like oh, I'm surprised anyone's here. I, I didn't think anyone would be. I was like, oh, you thought free food free and free beer and uh, <laughs> and a whole brewery to yourselves would detract people from watching the Astros at that place? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh, well, since you put it like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was only Huey's brought out a ton of Bon Mies, and I mean, yeah, it was great. Yeah, like, yes, it was. The... Uh, Yes, and now and now and now we're feeling it as we usually do, and we're about to feel it a little bit more because you guys just brought out something spectacular. What is this? Oh yeah, it's uh, our double shticka, which is a dark double alt beer uh, that's been aged in Whitmire barrels. Okay, uh, their whiskey rye version. Um, and uh, the nose yeah. is very pleasant. Yep, and you can you can get that rye. Yeah. In the barrel. So, basically, all the stuff we've done barrel age has been Whitmire so far. So. Mm. They make good and stuff. One Andalusia whiskey oh, company. Yeah, one Andalusia. Yeah. Any beer one. that can get your hair raising is good. Yeah. It also means my liver. We actually <laughs> had a double Bach that uh, we did in Andalusia barrels. Yeah. 
So it ended up being a what we call we called it sour Fossbach because it uh, we tarted it up. So it was kind of a tart double bock. Oh yeah. In Andalusia barrels. Sounds so, pretty good. Yeah. What's been the most popular beer that you guys are putting out there? In the market, uh, Hellas, you know, because it's a light lager. Uh, Pilsner Fest is picking up a lot of steam because it's got a little more bite to it. Package, we've seen a Dunkel really uh, Dunkel, bringing it up. Yeah, Dunkel is picking up big time. Package-wise, Dunkel is, is taking over right now. I think there's not as many uh, Dunkel choices, especially in the local like craft options for package uh, beer on the shelves. So it's nice to have, and it's one you can drink like even in Houston summers. It's that dark lager that's full flavored but light in body, that you can just pound as you would a crispy boy I mean, or anything yeah, else. It's a river beer. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, sit by the poolside beer. Yeah, sit by the fire. Yeah. Whatever. Sit by a fire in the river. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, it's great it's because a lot, you know I think a lot of people associate darker colors with with heavier beers, and that just isn't necessarily the case right mm-hmm. yeah now, although there's all these white stouts that people are putting out there and that just that's just kind of mind-boggling yeah i haven't quite wrapped my head <laughs> around the i'm still getting over like black ipas it's still and it has jarred me but i do like a good black ipa well having gone to uh like dublin and just like embracing the whole guinness atmosphere of, of all and, oh, yeah. and it's like oh we're drinking all these guinnesses and it's like this is one of the lightest beers you can possibly drink <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's pints of Guinness make you strong. It's it's really light, yeah. Last time I had a Guinness, though, I I haven't haven't drank a Guinness in a really long time. And so, you know, it's a perfect opportunity. Uh, Watching a bunch of Irish punk bands play and all that stuff, I was like, you know what? I'll drink a Guinness. Halfway through, I'm like, you know what? (laughs) I'm I'm, going to drink something else. I don't know. It just, I know it's it's horrible to say, but, man, I just... they do. It's it's its own style. People forget like that Irish stout and the the souring character of it is definitely different. They might expect with the stout kind of thing something bigger, more substantial. But yeah. I've definitely pounded. Uh, you never just have one Guinness, though. I guess you might be the exception to my rule. But it's, <laughs> there was also a lot going on that day, so it might not have just been the Guinness. It could have been like where my head was at. Yeah. Okay. But then it switched to gin and tonics. And, oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, it just got where, better where from there. <laughs> well, we had our first bottle share on Friday. And uh, speaking of stouts, um, and there were a lot of stouts on hand. And uh, it was uh, pretty eye-opening. There was a lot of good stuff that people brought out. I mean, bottle shares are great. And, you know, like this time, you know, everybody wants to break out all their big stouts and all that stuff. Right. But then all of a sudden you start looking at the ABVs and they're like 9 to 18 percent. Yeah. And start passing around those bottles. Right. Yeah. So. It wasn't always, you know, a lot of the bottle share beers, too. Like I can admit now, you know, that I'm more mature. I'm maybe not as big as a fan of when I was younger, like, oh, yeah, I got to try this one. It's got, like, Cocoa Puffs and, like, Graham Crackers and Marshmallows, and now I'm just kind of like... I know the brewery you're talking about. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a general example. That wasn't... We're not pointing fingers, Tom. Now it's like... I know, but there's only, like, two. <laughs> this is in general about breweries all over. This is nothing local. This is... 
But I'm just like, do I want? Do I, I, I just want a I soda? I will you. <laughs> you answer for your crimes. <laughs> so, so the tap room. So, so give me a play-by-play of of like a Wednesday to a Sunday on what the life is like in here. Oh, Wednesday, it's kind of light, you know, yeah. in here. Uh, Thursday is uh, our Stein night. Okay. So we encourage everybody to bring out uh, a Stein. Is it like, do you guys have a mug club, or is it just any style? We do have a mug club. So uh, we have this. Okay. Know, your viewers cannot see it. but Yeah, half liters. Um, uh, basically, it's a 20-ounce uh, uh, Stein, Frankfurter-style Stein, uh, that we do for our mug club. This is different than any other mug club in Houston, I can tell you that much. Yeah. So, and we number it on the bottom. Um, I don't think Jimmy Campos <clears throat> has this one yet. Is it? <laughs> Are, is it is it annual? Is it yeah? Lifetime? So we do it annual. Um, I think it's like ninety nine bucks a year. So does the mug club? Does the mug change every year? No. So no. we we keep the mug the same, the same uh, glass mug. Do you storm here or? Uh, we storm here okay. uh, on the the dark shelf in the back. Nice. Um, and then we do uh, special releases. Anytime we do a new release or a test batch or something. We always provide it to the members first, um, the Wednesday before we release it on the Saturday, and we call it a taste it first for the Mug Club uh, or the Stein Club. And um, and then uh, we do a yearly party where everything's included, food and nice. you know, beer, and so, which is coming up in November. So And we provide uh, that for the members. As you should. I'm a big fan of, like, I think some pe- sometimes it's like people do the Mug Clubs, and it's kind of like... That's it. Those are the perks. And it's just kind of like, and it's like, oh, yeah. you should do something else. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's honestly, it's maybe break even for us because we, we, we foot the bill for all the, the party and the, you know, things like that. So, um, and but it is, it's a little bit cheaper. It's a buck cheaper for a fill, but the fill is 20 ounces versus a pint. So, it's a, I think it's a good deal overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The... Yeah, we do. Um, we don't have a muck club yet. We kind of follow Spindle Tap's example, where basically during the anniversary, they, you know, yeah, they're, they're, you have ten opportunities, ten cards where you can get like lifetime. It's like a muck club without the mug. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and you can get your free beer every time you show up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Eventually, we will have a muck club, and I'll just we'll just transfer those people into into that club. To uh, to be fair, the. But one of our two of our regulars were like talking one day about it because they had a small window of a week to figure it out, and then they were they were like, "Well, actually, I think if, if we come this many times and we do this, oh, we we should be net even like like in about a year, and, and like and and then we'll be making money." And I'll be like, "Wait a second, that's not." It's <laughs> <laughs> not the way it's supposed to work. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, but we we really really encourage people to come in on Stein Night because we like to see people bring out their steins if they have one. I can see um, that. And we, it's it's six bucks all night if you bring your Stein up to a liter, so you can get a liter of beer for six bucks. Thursdays, uh, time yeah. to come. Yeah, Thursdays, and so Friday is happy hour. That's hit or miss because we we do different events on Friday, Saturday. Of course, this is a bigger day because it's yeah. all day. When do you guys usually do beer releases and stuff like that? Uh, usually to the general public on Saturdays. Okay. Um, and, and again, if we do a beer release, we always release it to the Mug Club or the Stein Club on Wednesday, the Wednesday before. Yeah. 
So. Does some cool small batches uh, too. I like that. that's a great incentive for like for the for that for that mug club that sign club just to that advanced beer release type of thing. Yeah, give them a little you know privilege, I guess. Yeah, you know, I mean, stuff. you'll taste yeah. it first. Yeah, taste it first. How many members do you, do you guys have? Uh, we did around fifty for the first round. Okay, and we have fifty. So, um, and then we're going to release uh, some more memberships for the Oktoberfest this weekend. And Good time to get a membership. Yep. And so, um, yeah, and then we'll play it by ear. But we, we want to build it up to 100, Yeah. Um, which I think we can because we've got people wanting it already. Mm-hmm. So. Um, That's good. I, you know, there's a lot of breweries do mug clubs. and Well, now. Now, no, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when we did, when we started – Ours at the pub back in the day. One of my favorites. It, it, yeah, it was. I threw the idea out there. I was, I was hanging art on the wall, and I'm like, man, I was thinking about doing a mug club. And the guy, it came in there all the time. Him and his wife or his girlfriend. He's like, we want no number one and two. I'm like, yeah, but I don't know what I'm going to do yet. He goes, doesn't matter. I'll give you five hundred dollars a piece. I'm like, oh, okay, wow, you're number yeah. one. You're number two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> done. Yeah, we've also entertained the whole lifetime thing, or you know. Well, uh, you can have so a transition we'll to it yeah. or, or some sort of a program for Put stickers mm-hmm. yeah. or anyone that's a third member, you know, they pay right. X amount and they can upgrade to it. And yada, right. Yada, yada. Yeah. I yeah. Think, I'm a big fan of, um, I don't know, I'm a lifetime over at St. Arnold and uh, Valentin's and, and Paradigm when they open. The, but uh, for me, like as much as I love St. Arnold to death, I was there today. But, uh, but you know, a nice annual party would be would be <laughs> a mug club party. I was like, like every time I see I see Brock, it's like, do you remember me? <laughs> so we're basically going to take the same picture as you see on the wall there on the right hand side, where we have everybody in there, and then we'll have our barrel with our paragraph eleven stenciled on the end. That's Ooh. the name of the mug club. Yeah, it's called Paragraph Eleven Stein Club. Oh, nice. So no. Paragraph Eleven was. Basically, the first 10 paragraphs, I don't know if you know anything about paragraph 11. I'm, I'm waiting. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested. First 10 paragraphs, <laughs> it's, a, it's the, the, the beer code from the Heidelberg you know, University. So Obviously. Um, it, the first 10 paragraphs were uh, blank, so, but they supposedly represented the first 10 commandments. Okay? And so uh, paragraph 11, what are these the 11th. Commandment was <laughs> called "Es wird fortgesoffen," which means "keep on drinking." And so that okay. was that was the Stein Club. Keep on drinking. Keep on drinking. And so they they rolled with it. Excellent. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a commandment I can get behind. That's right. <laughs> commandment eleven: like, Keep on drinking. Thou shalt not kill. You know. <laughs> yeah, man, come on. Thou shalt keep on drinking. Thou shalt keep on drinking. Come down from the mount with that one. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, this this uh, again. Vomdemfoss. That's the one. We we it was originally Vomfoss, but TABC said we couldn't use that because there's a a business called Vomfoss in Houston. Hmm. Classic business. It. So I had to put the little extra in there. Vomdemfoss, which means uh, from the barrel. From the barrel. Yeah. In German. Instead of from barrel. Instead of. From barrel, yeah. From the barrel, hmm. makes sense. From makes sense to me, yeah. yeah. 
Is, everyday vernacular to formal vernacular, I guess. Yeah, my German is very, very limited to like beer names and, of course, you know, from Die Hard. Nine, 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 nine. <laughs> <laughs> and food. Schnitzel. Schnitzels, this is how we yes. say goodbye Wiener. in Germany, Dr. Jones. Yes, that's, that's, that's a, I, I that's a that good one. Yeah. <laughs> I like her way better. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's die hard. It's you know Wait. Christmas is only a few months away, so so Oh man, yeah, now I'm thinking Indiana Jones though. Oh, Indiana Jones, no. It's uh, <laughs> you can watch that like any time. Christmas uh, Christmas and Die Hard a certain time of the oh, year. Yeah, it's one of my favorites, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> <laughs> die Hard in the Christmas Story. And you're set. The so, Alamo, uh, Alamo Draft House. They have a they have a Die Hard uh, every year. They have they, they they play Die Hard. Have a Die Hard Christmas party, where it's just like it's just fantastic. It's just so it's so Christmassy, but not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the opening notes are uh, is Christmas jingles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the, the end. I think that yeah, it was Run DMC. Yeah. It's like Argyle. Can you put on Christmas music? Man, this is Christmas music. (laughs) (laughs) Ends with a snowfall. That is a classic Christmas film. Mm -hmm. And uh, these beers are really good. This is. uh, I'm I'm glad we we. I'm glad we talked, Mario, (laughs) and (laughs) and got this set up because, uh, like I said, I've been wanting to come out here and come hang out. And this just works out great. Come out here, drink some beers, do a show. Uh, if you haven't been out here to Klaus, definitely, definitely worth the drive. Uh, it's not too hard to get out here. And the anniversary party, Oktoberfest, everything happening Saturday, you know, October 23rd. So 12 to 6, come out here and try out a lot of these beers. This is an incredible area with so many breweries. Like, just ha- like, like you could just spend an entire day out here, I think, in this corridor. Went from brewery to brewery to brewery, and like, yeah, this, this should definitely be on the list. And yeah, it's, it has a, it's unique to itself, unlike you know, a lot like a lot of others. So, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll right. wrap this up then. <laughs> Prost. Uh, yeah. Prost. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that German word. I know that one too. <laughs> No, it is it is really good. And um, Klaus Brewing, K L A U S. Uh, look them up, follow them online. Come out here and drink some beers. And go home and watch them die hard. That's go right. Go home and watch die hard. <laughs> yeah. Someday I'll get Thomas to brew the Santa Claus winter ale. The Santa Claus. But Klaus. until then, <laughs> we're working on that recipe. That's not a bad name. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. No pressure, Thomas. No pressure. <laughs> not, not, neither is Gruber. <laughs> like Hans. Hans Gruber. <laughs> All right. We're going to uh, wrap the show up, Tom. Yeah, you have to go to Costa Rica, but I'll, hopefully I'll see you back here in a week, right? That The plan oh, is. Gonna be me and Kevin. That's a plan. The plan is I'm coming back. I'm coming back. In time to do the show. I can do a mean. I can do a mean John Denman. <laughs> All right, guys. <sighs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it's not far off, buddy. <laughs> Next week we will be down at Galveston Bay, uh, hanging out down there with with the gang. Uh, Dickinson, Dickinson, Texas. Yep, Dickinson, Texas. I'm bringing my camping gear. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a good little hike down there, even from my house in Pearland. It's still a good little drive, but. 
they make some good beers, fun people. So they we're just going, won a bunch of awards. They so did. Gonna, they did. Win. Oh yeah, look look up here. Look on the wall here. All the awards that Klaus has won. Yeah, I've seen. I need to talk to you guys about that about that New York festival, like like after the show breaks, because. Uh, Yep. <clears throat> All right. Well, actually, I'm looking at the time now. Yeah, we are running long. So let's uh, let's call this show. Let's finish these beers and hang out. Uh, man, everybody be safe out there. You can listen to any of the old shows sponsored by No Label Brewing Company by going to drinkofages.com. Faster, Sound- John. Faster, faster. SoundCloud. I know. I'm trying to think quickly, and it's uh, just not Pornhub, working. Pornhub, Deep Web, uh, where, wherever you're <laughs> like, 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 wherever you're looking for, you, like, you can find us, uh, Trick of Ages, Trick of Ages Radio, on ESPN on Fridays, everywhere else, every, everywhere else. See you guys later. Good night. <laughs> and that's a wrap. And that's a fact check. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talk to everybody next week.